Welcome. Welcome. To the Tangent Podcast. To Tangent. Why are you looking at me like that? You know why. Oh. Well, welcome. It's good to be back. Oh, jeez. I thought your foot was a dog. <laughs> I thought your foot was a huge spider the other day. That's Remember true. That? Yeah, I forgot about that. I just saw your foot poke out from under this, and I, I could have sworn it was a dog. I was like, dog? <laughs> anyway. Welcome mm-hmm. to Tangent. We are here. We are here. And we are happy to be in this here. In this here and this now. Yes. With you, our faithful listeners. Mm. We welcome all the new listeners who may be listening to us for the first time, and everyone who's back for some more. We love you all. You know what I think is overrated? S'mores. Where did that come from? You said... You said... said something like something, something, some more. Back for some more? Yeah, yeah. And that made me think of s'mores. They're overrated. See, I... They're not that good. I think everything... In a s'more is delicious together, but marshmallows on their own are terrible. Marshmallows are bad. Marshmallows are not charms, good. Marshmallows. Oh, okay, that's different. They're terrible. That's, that, those are different. But yeah, like just normal like jet puff or whatever. Yeah. I can't oh, do it. I can't garbage. do it. Yeah. In a s'more, it's okay, but I'd rather s'more just... flavored things. I like better than s'mores. That's true. Yeah, good point. Like s'mores flavored cookies or something. ice cream or right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. An actual s'more, not that enjoyable to eat. I'd just take out the marshmallow part, just have graham cracker and chocolate, gram, yep. or just replace that with a Reese's. Ooh. You're good to go. Ooh. You never done that? No. Dude, that's the best. It's just just do Reese's instead of Hershey's. It's insanely good. Have you ever had a s'moreo? Throw a marshmallow in the middle of an Oreo. Ooh. That's really good. That could be good. Or roasted Starbursts. You that's done that? delicious. They get all crispity on oh, the outside. so oh, good. Nice and gooey in the middle. Mm-hmm. All right, tangent over. Sorry. Um, and that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Psych. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Why don't you get us uh, some space news? Some space news? Well, first, should we do our drinks? Oh, I totally forgot. Our beverages? Yeah, What I are totally we drinking? Think... We're packing Bang again, which I'm really not that excited for. Because I... <laughs> Bang is just not good, I've Sorry, decided. I have to adjust, and I know this chair is really loud. Please forgive me. No. So, we got Bang, and we got Potent Brain and Body Fuel. Which I'm pretty sure the last one said, feel your destiny. So that's interesting. Does this one not say that? No, well, mine does It doesn't. says, make no mistake. I've read this before, but I'm going to read it again. <laughs> Bang is not your stereotypical high-sugar, life-sucking soda masquerading as an energy drink. They're aggressive with their Yeah, they really are. There. High-sugar drinks spike blood sugar, producing metabolic mayhem, causing you to crash harder than a test dummy into a brick wall. Power up with Bang's potent brain and body-rocking fuel. Body-rocking fuel. Creatine, caffeine, CoQ10, and BCAAs, which are branched-chain amino acids. Life is an extreme sport, and Bang is the extreme energy source to live life extreme. Also, make sure you take note of the many warning labels under that. Well, there's like two, but uh, yeah. Should we try this out? It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's sour heads. 
I hope it's like a green. I mean, it's green. Sour green apple. I hope it's green apple because green apple is the best. It is good, but I just don't have high hopes for Bang anymore. I have high hopes for this one. That ain't bad. Oh, weird aftertaste. I don't mind that. It's actually pretty smooth. Yeah, I think it's one of their better ones for sure. Yeah. It almost beats birthday cake. <laughs> almost. Almost. Close second to birthday cake. It's kind of got an aggressive aftertaste. It does. But the initial it's, flavor is very good. It's smooth. You're right. That's a good word for it. It was smoother than I was expecting. If you just heard that person uh, dying in the background, we apologize. Cool. Well, okay, I got some space news for you. Okay. The first one's exciting. He he was quite excited excited about this. He didn't tell me before, so I'm 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 right here with you guys. I, I am excited for this. Let's hear it. In the space news today, Taco Bell is testing a new what? grilled cheese burrito. That's not Taco space Bell, news. Taco Bell has been making some interesting menu expansions in the recent months. Like, you know, they always come out with something weird. Mm -hmm. But they have this new grilled cheese burrito, which has a layer of melted cheese on the outside of the grilled tortilla. Wow. And inside, the burrito contains a melted three-cheese blend, seasoned beef, seasoned rice, tortilla strips, chipotle sauce. Okay, can I make some beef about something real quick? (laughs) Beef. Does it bug you when people say chipotle instead of chipotle? I've never heard anyone say chipotle mix the L and the T. I don't know why that gets to me. It is Chipotle, everybody. I've never heard anyone say it other than Chipotle. Okay. Chipotle sauce and sour cream. Definitely a unique twist on the concept of grilled cheese. Are we, like, being sponsored by Taco Bell or something? No. Pretty fun space news, though. How is that space news? Because this thing will give you a poop so big you'll be able to see it from space. Oh, my gosh. Did you come up with that? I did, just barely. (laughs) (laughs) think of it a grilled cheese burrito that does sound amazing taco bell already gives everyone the poops this is gonna be even worse i'm excited don't get me wrong that's for space news i don't know when it'll be mass produced but it's like being tested in tennessee but we do love our why don't we ever get to test things i know in good old utah i know yeah taco bell if you're listening Test some menu items here in Logan. Sponsor us. We love Taco Bell. Tons of college students will give you lots of business. That's true. Okay, I do we're, have some real space news. Though. We were just there the other night. We were. Where were we? Like a week and a half ago. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Not that. Did I go? No. I went to Taco Bell the other day because I was going to go to McDonald's, but apparently the McDonald's right next to my apartment is uh it closes at like 11 dude i know yeah i noticed that too is that even legal for a mcdonald's (laughs) i thought they had to be open 24 7 i did too that's kind of strange so i was big pissed so uh, carl's jr also closes at like 10 yeah so i went over across the street to go get some carl's and it was closed too i'm like it's not even midnight what the what's going on so i'm like fine i'll get some arby's closed yeah, Arby's closes, I think, at 9 or 10. So too. then I went to Taco Bell, and they were the only ones open. It's the consequences of living in Logan, my friend. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I like Taco Bell. Don't get me wrong, but I was just feeling Mickey. I was feeling a burger. But then we a went burger? A burger. You could go to the other McDonald's. That's way too far away. It's two-minute drive. Yeah, that's street. way too far. 
But we I, we got my fill with our uh, really big Carl, who we got the other oh, day. Oh, man. I was moving a little slow after that one. That was... <laughs> <laughs> it's the big Carl, which is a double cheeseburger, but it's the really big Carl, and they add another patty and another cheese to it. So It was great. Really yeah. recommend. Okay, well, moving on. I do have some real space news Let's today. Let's hear it. Check this headline out. The French startup Thrust Me found fast... <laughs> I knew you were going to lose it. <laughs> that is the legit name of this company. T-H-R-U-S-T-M-E. <laughs> French startup Thrust Me. And the thrust is capitalized and then the me is capitalized, but it's all one word. <laughs> French startup Thrust Me found a new way to get cold fuel, like, what do they call it? It's uh, oh, like an iodine type fuel onto satellite launches so basically they'll be able to use this new type of uh cold fuel to cold gas thrusters that's what they call them thrusters. to fueled by solid iodine which they can put on satellites to help maneuver away from space debris and also help maneuver into position when reorbiting the satellites oh, that's cool so it's just kind of a more efficient a uh, way to fuel those types of maneuvers, and since it's a cold uh, gas thruster, they don't have to have it pressurized when they launch it up, which is an, another big deal. I don't know what that means, but so, I will agree with you. Basically, they just don't have to have it in pressurized canisters on the space shuttles, because pressurized stuff can explode. So, Like hairspray? Yes. Nice. So, yeah, kind of a cool thing. They're making, making some headway in the space fuel and maneuvering industry man things are things are moving in the world check out that name thrust me thrust me i knew i, I if... knew you'd lose it i i was waiting for that they just need to add like a daddy at the end of that or something oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the space news for today not much going on from the last time we recorded space is still cool I actually got some, not really space news, but I think it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, you know how Elon Musk, he owns SpaceX? Mm-hmm. Um, and they got those, like, rockets that they can land after shooting and then reuse. Cause, yeah, yeah. You know, well, like, they were testing one, like, landing on an on a, what they call a drone carrier. It was, like, a, a boat in the ocean that it was landing on there, which is really impressive because, you know, boats move, water, whatever. <laughs> and they landed it on the carrier, and it landed successfully, and it was really cool. It was impressive. That's not what I'm talking about, though. The name of the carrier, it was called the, and I quote, Of course I still love you, drone carrier. <laughs> that was the name of it. He named it the, of course I still love you. That's great. What, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious, though. So I'm like, Elon, you are a... You're, they're God among men. Maybe he had to prove something to a woman and had Maybe. to do it in drastic fashion. But like, I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. The guy will just do anything he feels like. You know how uh, some guys will get those planes with the banners behind them to send a message to their woman? Yes. He does it with a boat. There you go. That's impressive. He gets hey, a whole Hey, if he's got boats boat. then, then I would too. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Nice. Elon's a wild guy. Good guy, good His guy. His Cybertruck. I love it, dude. You gonna it's buy a... one? No. I don't need a truck. 
It's a freaking tank, dude. It's not a truck, man. It's, it's a, a it's it's a tank. <laughs> yeah. You can't think of it as a truck or you'll hate it. It's a tank. And it's awesome. Dude, okay, the Arkansas episode, there you had like 50 burps in that one. That I didn't I didn't edit those gross. out? No. I should have probably edited those out. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't edit them out because they were pretty bad. <laughs> That's what people are here for, are if, if, wittiness and... Gas? Gas, sure. If you guys are still listening after the Arkansas episode... We you. love you. <laughs> and I got a little Easter egg for you. I don't even remember what episode it is, but if you find the episode and tell me the exact like time in the episode where Austin farts, I will pay you. I don't know what, but I left it in because I was so, I thought it was so funny. Is that the one where you go silent for like 20 seconds? I don't remember, probably. <laughs> I remember I just like cut it and then I just, dis- I sent it a Discord message over to you and I was, I was laughing so hard. That was one of our very first episodes, yeah, wasn't it? I think, I don't know. It was I think a while it might have been the, like the very first one. There's no way. I was, I was in this apartment. Were you? I I'm I don't know actually, but if you find it, we'll give you a prize or a shout out or I don't know something like uh, I don't know. But people are gonna be uh are gonna be rushing to look for that. Good. It's it's publicity. What's the prize? I don't know yet. Okay. Um, well, how are our viewers supposed to be motivated to look for my gas when they don't even know what they're getting? Um. Jeez, uh, how much is shipping these days? <laughs> I got, Depends on what you're shipping. A ton of beef jerky and these orange mints. You know that's my beef jerky. What? That's your... No, it's not. Whenever I come here. That's true. You're the only one that actually eats the beef jerky. Yep. So, I guess it's technically Austin's, but I'm gonna give it away. Gotta get him my protein. Protein. Um... But no, yeah, whatever. Uh, are we finished with Space News? Sorry, kind of. Yeah, what, that went, was it. I went off on a tangent. It did. It's almost like that's the name of our show. Hmm. Yeah, it's almost like that uh, has some sort of significance here. Nah. Hmm. It's almost right. like that's kind of what we're going for, right? I don't think we're really going for anything. Shock and awe. <laughs> yes. Shock and awe. For good and or for bad. Surprisingly delicious beverages. Yeah, no, I'll give them. I'll give them a solid seven point five on maybe just a seven, seven point three. I was thinking seven point five, but this may lead me to trying another bang in the <sighs> future. I I think we still have one more bang in there on our dude. I'm not trying that one. That one looks gross. Pur- purple purple guava citrus pear fruit, pear or something. I don't know. Well, you're trying it next time, unless you bring your own mm-hmm. ones next time. So that's that's. Up I to just you. banged my fingers on the table. That really hurt. Bang, bang. Okay, we got our encounter, our uh, personal encounter, whatever you want to call it, paranormal encounter. One day we'll find out a name. Hey, hey, that could be our prize. If you find the fart, you get to name that segment. Oh yeah, find my fart. <laughs> name the segment. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. <laughs> you can go down in tangent history forever. <laughs> We'll make a hashtag. Hashtag find Austin's fart. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, no more insulting these people. Okay. Because we apparently insult people. 
So if we've insulted you, we apologize. Please know that we love you we all. We love you. We will never think anyone is crazy for sending their stories. Except for Austin. He's the only one I think is crazy. Yeah, I'm nuts. Dude, I told all my cousins yesterday about my <laughs> UFO thing. <laughs> and they seemed really into it. But at the same time... They were like behind the scenes are going, okay, there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah, like what are we doing here? <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so this person has uh, elected to go by the name of Toad and Soil. Toad and Soil? Toad in Soil, maybe? Ah, okay. I don't know. Um, but this is their experience. Uh, subject line, something out of the ordinary happened at work. I started a new job not that long ago. And one of my coworkers has explained to me how on more than one occasion some odd things have been happening around the building with no logical explanation, even after investigating. I'll only explain the one I experienced myself. Every morning, when I get to work, I grab the kettle and mugs and head to the kitchenette. I don't know what a kitchenette is. It's like a mini kitchen, like in a basement or oh, something. okay. I head to the kitchenette and get the kettle filled and mugs washed so that I can make everyone a hot drink. This particular morning, I was heading up a flight of stairs and I noticed a pitch black figure walking directly behind me as I was going up. I was only half paying attention since I was thinking about getting the job done so everyone can have a drink. As I was about to open the door, it suddenly dawned on me that someone is right behind me, but then I almost immediately simultaneously realized that I didn't see or hear anyone come up behind me. I saw the figure well enough in my peripheral peripheral vision to determine that it was pitch black and about four feet tall. It had a figure of a short man. For reference, I'm 5'10", so this figure was slightly shorter than me. What bothered me was how close this thing was to me. As I was about to open the door, I snapped my head around as fast as I could for a better look but the figure instantaneously vanished. I wasn't exactly scared, but I was somewhat unnerved by the by that and kept aware of my surroundings for the rest of that morning. There you go. Hmm. Shadow creature, huh? Four-foot shadow creature. I've never heard of a, sh- a small shadow creature. Usually the- usually they're like seven or eight like feet. Tall, gangly shadow yeah, creatures. Yeah, like the Slender Man kind of thing. Yeah. So that's interesting. Shadow creatures are weird to me. They're creepy. But, yeah, that's, um, terrifying, for sure. Did he say if it ever happened again, Nope, that's it. Hmm. But he did, he or she said, I'll only explain the one experience, the one I experienced myself. So it kind of sounds like that was the only thing that they ever, you know, personally figured out. But apparently, according to their coworkers, it happens all the time. Right. Hmm. It really makes me wonder the difference between the types of like, paranormal entities. Right, and I, I say this all the time. Like, why why do some entities only have, like, a hand? Or why do some entities have a full body? Or why are some, pitch like, an black, orb like or this. pitch black? Yeah, like, what causes those differences, you know? Right, because you hear something <laughs> and they're always different. Maybe it's just like a human that's super clear, like a ghost kind of thing. Or maybe it's, yeah, like you said, like an orb. Or yeah. There's so many different... Just like the type of energy they're projecting, I don't maybe. Know. I don't know. It's always different. Hmm. We will never understand the paranormal world. 
If you understand the paranormal world, please... Be our intern. Yes. You can work for little to no pay, get great experience, and spend your favorite t- your lots of time with your favorite podcast hosts, and eat some beef jerky. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll provide jerky, for sure. We may even get you one of the drinks we try on the show. Oh, now that's an honor. Yes. All right, everyone. It's shout out to sponsor time. Also, oh, hey, when's the next full moon? Isn't that coming up pretty soon? The 12th. Okay. Uh, let's do our show then. Let's yes. plan this. We're doing a... I'm putting it in my calendar. Okay. What day of the week is that? Oh, um, we just think it's like a Tuesday? I'm about to find out. Okay, Jack and I, we're going to go to the Logan Cemetery here where we live. And it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday night, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, school. Oh, never mind. Never mind. It's a Thursday. Thursday. Okay. I should be able to do that because I don't have school after that. Right. But we're going to go to the local cemetery. We've talked about it before, where the urban legend of the weeping woman comes from. And we're going to do an we're gonna die. show, and we're going to die. So that I'm, should be fun. I'm I'm just planning on using my phone yeah, to record that, it. I think that'll be fun. I mean, this is a like $1,200 phone. I hope it has decent audio. Oh, well, look at you, Mr. Moneybags. Well, I mean, I host my own podcast, so I'm basically rich. We are rich. Yep. Just kidding. This podcast makes us no money. Donate to the Do Fund so we can have some more money. That would be nice. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to do an on We do this show. for you guys and for our own benefits of fun. We're doing this because we love you. That's not why. Is it? Oh, it is. Sorry. He's giving me the look. That, yes, it is. Yes. Ow. Yeah, we'll be back at you soon with an on-location paranormal show. Yeah, it'll be it'll be new new Hope thing, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully, something happens and we get the Jesus scared out of us. And dude, I'll be scared the whole time oh, anyway. Dude, I'm the biggest wimp. Anytime we go somewhere, any little noise or thing, I'm like, "What was that? It's a ghost. Oh no, let's, let's I'm, go." I'm gonna I'm gonna come wearing a diaper, dude. <laughs> I'm going to crap myself. Go buy some Depends underwear before we go. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice. You gonna change me after? Oh no! I change enough diapers at home, my friend. Oh yeah, you have a kid. Mm-hmm. I knew that. So you should be good at it by now. All right, uh, moving on. Thank you for sticking with us through the twenty-five minute opening. We better make sure we're still recording, huh? Because yeah. that's happened before. We're still recording. Okay, I'm good. checking it. I'm checking it. All right. We've had technical difficulties in the past. Good. But we're professionals. We are professionals. Our mistakes have made us stronger. <sighs> That's one way of putting it. Um, we are continuing on from our last episode, which was the Philadelphia Experiment. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, I would highly recommend that you go back and listen to that one first, because this is basically like a part two. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, for sure. Uh, take it all with a grain of salt. As... You should with every single episode. But it is insane. And this is a continuation. Um, I I don't want to say they're directly related, but a lot of what happened during the Philadelphia experiment translated over to the Montauk, what they call the Montauk Project, or whatever, just Montauk. It's also known as Camp Hero Air Force Base or Montauk Air Force Base. Um, this is located 
in Montauk, New York. New York. This was where the boat traveled to. Right when when the boat disappeared for like whatever how long fifteen minutes yeah, or something. They say that they people say they saw it appear at the dock next to this place, and then it disappeared and went back. Um, and this is where <clears throat> the brothers supposedly time traveled to when they leapt off the ship. Yep. Um, and supposedly where the UFO teleported to and tried time travel to when it got slurped up into the nether. Good word. Good word choice. Thank you. See, I've always, I've been looking for a word to describe how a UFO travels through a wormhole. Slurped. Never been able to find one till now. It's slurped. It's slurped. I got you. Thank you. Yep. Um, <clears throat> lost my train of thought, you jerk. Sorry. The UFO got slurped. Yeah. Slurped. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, so, we're going to talk about, um, a little bit about, jeez, dude, would you just... <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about, uh, a little bit about what happened with those experiences, although we talked about those specific ones quite a bit in the last episode. So we're going to talk about what else happened at Montauk, because this place is straight nuts. Like, there's so many things that are just insane there, and, um... We're going to talk about a lot of them, and you're going to enjoy it. You better. Are you threatening our listeners now? No. Yes, you are. And I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was, though. Stranger Things? Ah, that's exactly it. Good good thinking. Uh, yeah, so this, is, this Montauk base is actually... And a lot of the conspiracy theories and uh, experiences behind it, they, they say that it is almost a direct uh, inspiration for the show Stranger Things. Holy crap. And... Well, the brothers that made it even admitted that they used oh, really? the base as a... I didn't know they admitted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said they used this story... As their inspiration for... For... They were, they even called the pilot Montauk. Like, it, the pilot oh. for Stranger Things was called Montauk, and they were going to call the series that, I think. But they decided not to do that. And they based the town of Hawkins off of the base in the town of Montauk. So cool. it's, like, pretty closely related. Yeah, and you can go look <laughs> up, like... Just Google Montauk Stranger Things, and there's a ton of posts where it'll, like, say how this happened in Montauk and how it relates to the Stranger Things thing. I don't know. I've only ever seen the first season. Really? Yeah. I wasn't as enthralled as everyone else was. It's good, dude. I've heard, and I, I understand that. Like The first season was good, and then I heard someone say, oh, the second season was good, but it wasn't as good as the first. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to like it then, so I just never watched it. I, well, see, that's the issue, is that people go into it thinking that it's going to be exactly like the first, and it's not, and then they say, oh, it wasn't like the first, so it's got to be not as good. If you go into it just hoping to enjoy it, it'll be good. I actually don't really remember the second season that much, <laughs> honestly. All I know is there's a giant spider thing. Okay, now I'm remembering it a little more, but the second season to me is kind of a blur. The third season, though, was really good. 
I don't know if they're doing a fourth. Probably. Netflix loves money. Yeah. Continuing on. Um, so, the Montauk Project. Uh, it's an alleged series of secret United States government projects uh, conducted at what's called Montauk, obviously, or Camp Hero. I think they rebranded it to Camp Hero. Isn't that right? Or well, was it the other I way around? I think that... So, it was a military base in World War Two, like a defense right. base. Yeah. And I... Th- I want to say at that time that it was called Camp Hero, and then they changed it to Montauk, but now, since it's been abandoned, they've rebranded it as Camp Hero State Park. It's a state park now, yes. Yeah. But I don't think it's an open state park. I think no, it's I think closed, it is. Right? Is it? Well, the park itself is open. You can't actually go onto the base. Okay. So like you can't go into the buildings okay. or anything. But like all the property around it, you can you can go wander through the woods and whatnot. Okay. And everyone, I've read a ton of people who have gone and just walked through because it's a state park. Mm-hmm. And almost all of them say there's just a bad feeling that they get. Like, you know, when you walk through the forest and, like, it's peaceful and calm and it's good. And everyone's just like, something's not right. It doesn't feel right. It's just kind of a weird feeling. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Anyway. So, yeah, this is located in Montauk, Long Island. Um, But what's crazy about it is after it was actually, like, a war base and all that, it is said to be a... The purpose of it was for developing psychological warfare techniques and exotic research, including time travel, which we talked about in the last one a little bit, um, which and uh, is said to be a direct correlation to the Philadelphia experiment. So again, go listen to that if you haven't. But um, Preston Nichols, he's he's one that we're going to be referring to a lot, I think. Because he seems to have all the inside scoop. And because Preston B. Nichols is his name, uh, he claims to have recovered repressed memories from being there. Um, I don't know why they were repressed. Maybe because they're bad memories. You repress bad memories. Makes sense to me. But he, uh, he claims to have degrees in parapsychology, psychology, and electrical engineering. He's authored a series of books known as the Montauk Project series, along with Peter Moon, uh, the primary topic of which is alleged to activities at Montauk. But we're going to... Oh, but like look, we're just going to get into all the things that... And if you, if you have more on one of these, Austin, I want you to stop me, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. Okay. Um, there's so many that we, I'm going to try to get through as many as possible, but... So- yeah, what you got? Okay, I was just going to think of the repressed memory. So basically, one of the kind of conspiracies of the Montauk base was that the government was doing mind control there or, like, drug testing. So I'm wondering if – oh, also, if you've heard of, like, sleeper agents or sleeper cells. Our new band name, by the way, sleeper cell. Sleeper cell. Sleeper cell. Dib's band name. No um, one can take it. Uh, so – I wonder if he was, like, tested upon. Because it doesn't say here. He just says he... And obviously you've researched this a little bit more than I have. But um, it says that he just had repressed memories of his own involvement. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't specify what that involvement is. He claims to have been kept there. Okay. But these are from his (laughs) repressed memories. So I'm wondering if these experiments then 
you know, maybe they purposefully, purposefully made him forget or whatever. Yeah, and then something happened. Brainwash. And he, you know, was able to remember him. But, sorry, that was just a thought. No, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, please stop me as, as much as you want. And want. But there are so many things. And uh, one of which is, well, let's just see. It says the center on topics. Ah, the center on topics including United States government slash military experiments in fields such as time travel, teleportation, mind control, contact with alien life, and the staging of faked Apollo moon landings. That's an episode we need to do. Is the moon landing conspiracy? That'd be cool. I think that'd, that'd be, be cool. fun. But yeah, they claim that you know everyone. There's everyone's heard that people think that it was fake. That it was faked. It, they were said to be filmed there. So the Montauk Project is believed uh, by a small number of people to be an extension or continuation of the controversial Philadelphia experiment, which, again, we talked about in the last episode, where they used uh, what they claimed to be electromagnetic power in a bottle, basically, to make the ship invisible. Now, this was supposed to be continuation and to go on and, you know, keep researching this. Uh, The legend goes on to say... That the report that a report was supposedly prepared and presented to Congress, but was soundly rejected for as being far too dangerous. So a proposal was made directly to the Department of Defense, promising a powerful new weapon that could drive an enemy insane, including the symptoms of schizophrenia at the touch of a button. Hmm. That's pretty pretty good weapon. Yeah. Without congressional well approval, the project would be a to- would have to be top secret and secretly funded. The department the, the Department of Defense approved. Funding supposedly came from a cache of U.S. came from a cache of ten billion dollars in Nazi gold recovered from a train found by the U.S. soldiers in a train tunnel in France. So ten billion in when was this the eighties? Was it? Oh, yeah, well, this would have been... Oh, this would be like the 50s or 60s. That would have been the 50s, yeah. Dude, 10 billion in the 50s? That is insane. Like, now? That's like, what, like... 11 billion. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) a lot more than that. A lot more than that, yeah. Probably like 20, or I don't know if it's doubled, but... Yeah, I don't know. Inflation is definitely taking part of this. Yeah, that's insane, dude. So that's a lot of money, basically. 20 billion... That could pay off, like, 0.1% of the U.S. national debt. Yeah, <laughs> good one. Um, but again, this wasn't our money. It was Nazi gold. So they just they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's not even our money. We just found it in a train tunnel. But <laughs> their money now. The train was blown up with all the soldiers involved were killed. So, yeah, it's U.S.'s now. Sounds like a real U.S. thing to do. Um... And when those funds ran out, because apparently they needed more than $10 billion. (laughs) In the 50s? It was uh, additional funding was secured by uh, ITT and Krupp AG in Germany. Just, I don't know, rich people. So they just said, uh, hey, Nazis, we're going to take your gold. Oh, wait, now we're out of your gold. Give us more money. It worked, apparently. Hmm. Uh, Work began at Brookhaven National Laboratory on Long Island. In New York, obviously. And there's a code named Project Phoenix, or the Phoenix Project. But it was soon realized that the project required a large radar dish, and installing one in Brookhaven would com- compromise the security of the project. 
um, because seeing a giant radar on top of a building is kind of suspicious. Draws attention. Yeah. and Especially in that time, I would imagine, with tensions being so high of, like, Cold War. Well, this was before starting. the Cold War. When did the Cold War start? It's like the know? 60s, wasn't it? I don't know when it started, but, I mean, it's right after World War II, though. In between... I mean, the Cold sure... War was from the 47 to 91. It started a lot earlier than I thought. That's basically right think, after World War II. Yeah, I think the 50s through the 70s was like the height of the Cold War. Yeah. But, so, I mean, it's in between wartime. Like, mm-hmm. tensions are already high. So, anyone throwing up a radar dish, you know, there's going to be concern with that. So, yeah, this is right during the Cold War and almost during the Vietnam War, too. When did that start? 60... 55. Vietnam started in 55? Mm-hmm. Really? And went to 75. Holy cow. I must know nothing about wars. Uh, yeah. Well, this is Google. This isn't me. I'm not super smart. Don't okay. worry. Still, though, I thought Vietnam was like a few years in the 60s. But that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's much earlier than I would have guessed. That's for sure. So, tensions are very high for two different reasons. Lots of war. Again, you don't want a huge radar dish on top of a thing in Brookhaven. Uh, so, the Air Force Base had a decommissioned base in Montauk, not too far away. So, and they had completed, uh, they had a complete Sage radar installation. So, they used that for it. So, this is when it was changed from... Camp Hero to Montauk Air... I guess it's not even Air Force Base now, but it was called Montauk Air Force Base. And the water access... Well, it was surrounded by water, so it was pretty easy to keep secret and monitor. Yeah, like defend it easily. Right. So all the equipment was to was moved to Camp Hero in the late 60s. And installed in an underground bunker beneath the base. According to the conspiracy theorist, to mask the nature of the project, the site was closed in 1969 and donated as a wildlife-slash-refuge park with provisions that everything underground would remain the property of the Air Force. Although, in reality, the base remained in operation until the 80s. So, they, you know... Shady people do shady things. Try to keep things under wrap. Hmm. Uh, various conspiracy theorists claim the experiments ran in ran in earnest into the early 80s. Uh, they claim that during this time, one, some, or all of the following occurred at the site. So this is where we get into all the things that happened. And there are a lot. Um... So, Austin, stop me if you feel like you as a listener would be confused, all right? So, here are all the things. Again, there's been no evidence of any of these, but there's not really been evidence against any of these. So, first, the facility was expanded to as many as 12 levels and several hundred workers. Some reports have the facility extending under the town of Montauk itself. So this building, like if you look at it like a, like in Google Images or Google Maps, it's not huge. Right. But people claim it was like 12 stories underground. That's insane. That's a huge. lot of stories. I don't think people understand how big that is. 
Right. That's real big. What that shows me first is, one, secrecy. Like, obviously, they wanted to be secret, so they dug... Instead of expanding up or out, they expand down. Can't see that. And two, they had a lot of work they were doing and needed hundreds of workers. So obviously the work they were doing was like... Big. Was big and what's the word? I'm like important enough that they had to hire hundreds of people to work there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously that shows that there was something going on there. Whether it's as as nefarious as as people think you know that's another thing but there was something going on there absolutely okay and so that one's not super crazy but that's just something of note uh next homeless people and orphans were abducted and subjected to huge amounts of electromagnetic radiation to test mind control technology and remote brain programming of which few survived so that kind of ties in with the Stranger Things, like Eleven, how... They were testing on a bunch of people. Right, and, and kids even. like Right. Yeah, yeah no, kids, <clears throat> adults, homeless people. It was people that no one would miss. Right. Like homeless people and orphans, like they said. Uh, right. Not many family to notice they're gone kind of thing. Right. And this kind of ties in with... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you're you. you're good. Um... Kind of ties in with the whole MK Ultra, if you've heard of that before, where the CIA in the 50s and 60s was dosing people with high amounts of LSD and other psychoactive drugs to try and learn how to control, basically control people for the purpose of like interrogation. Um, and so this kind of ties in with that same same type of stuff, trying to use mind control in very illegal, like studying it in very illegal ways, and the CIA. Like, obviously, MKUltra was a total real thing. Like, there's public record of that now, mm-hmm. and they were doing total illegal things. And so, this one doesn't seem too far, like, too far-fetched for me to believe no, that they're doing No, it's something that I could totally believe happened. The right. government is crazy. Um, But, yeah, and, of course, few survived, so we don't have many accounts of people saying, oh, I was abducted and were tested on. We do actually have some people that said that. How convenient for uh, for the people working there, right? How convenient. Um, this one, this is where we start getting a little crazy. People had their psychic abilities enhanced to the point where they could materialize objects out of thin air. Stuart Sturdlow, Swerdlow, what a name, claims to have been involved in the Montauk Project, and as a result, he says his psionic fac- faculties were boosted but at the cost of emotional instability, post-traumatic stress di- disorder, and other issues. An alien supposedly designed a chair. Well, actually, I'm going to give that... I'm going to set that away on its own for the next one. So let's just go back a little bit. This guy, Stuart Swerdlow, crazy name, uh, claims he could materialize objects out of thin air hmm. because of uh, enhanced... Psychic abilities that he got while being there. That's a bit nuts. Well, I wonder, like, I don't know. This is getting too deep into the psychic ability thing, but, like, matter can't be created or destroyed. Only changed. Only changed. So how are they, you know, manipulating matter to form things out of thin air? It's crazy to me. Like, 
That's absolutely insane. Yeah, um, and I feel like something would have been seen by now that he could, you know, materialize something. Yeah. Not as believable for me, but still crazy nonetheless. And obviously, well, he says he has emotional instability and PTSD from this. Sounds like he's just got problems, maybe in general. Yeah. But maybe, maybe. Just reminds me, like, it really does remind me of Eleven from Stranger Things, like how... She has these psychic powers, but every time she uses them, like... She gets hurt. Yeah, she gets hurt. Like, she has nosebleeds, and she seems very, like... I don't know, like, at the beginning of the series, she's a homeless girl. Like, she's Recluse kind of thing. Like, very reclusive. She's, a lot of times, like, she doesn't know how to use her powers, or she's reluctant to, like, things like that. And I'm sure it's because... You know, like it says here, like the powers cause you harm. Like they do bad things to you. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's something there. Uh, Next, this is crazy. Uh, They claim an alien. uh, They they had many encounters with what they called friendly aliens. So that's real nice, but. Maybe from the UFO that was transferred there from the Philadelphia experiment. But they say an alien designed a chair which. An individual could sit in to boost his mental and pre- precipitory powers. A prototype duplicate was given to England and put in the facility on Thames River. So I heard, I did a little bit of research on this one too. And what I came up with in my research was that these chairs were designed to help people with telepathy type stuff like the two people in the chair could speak to each other right they could pass thoughts back and forth so that's crazy yeah and i wonder why it was limited to just the chair maybe that was like the chair just kind of heightened their abilities so they could practice or something maybe you know and develop their powers more but it's weird that they had to be in a chair to do that right i want to see this chair i know was it just like a like just a wooden chair yeah, um, it'd be funny if it was. I I, I just wonder like, in the middle chair. Did like the alien come down with a chair, just like here, or did he like just like see something in in the office and go bippity boppity boo? That's now a magic chair. Go nuts. I don't know. Well, it says he designed it. Well, so first of all, are you assuming the alien's gender? It says right there. Oh, an alien. No. Yeah. It designed the chair. Thank you. Um, there's that. They uh, conducted teleportation experiments. So that's kind of along the same lines. Nothing real crazy there. Yeah, teleportation's not, not Run of the mill teleportation. Just... Did it last week. <laughs> uh, a portal in time was created, which allowed researchers to travel anywhere in time and space. This was developed to be a stable, quote, time tunnel. Underground tunnels which, uh, with abandoned cultural archives were explored on Mars using this technique. Hmm. So, apparently we already explored Mars in, like, the 60s and 70s by teleporting underground on Mars. Nice. Um... Any, you know, you got well, I was going to say that, uh, so according to the Philadelphia experiment, when the two brothers traveled to the Montauk base in 83, the scientists that saw them at the Montauk base told them to go back and try 
to destroy the generators mm-hmm. that were on their boat right. because it caused problems at the Montauk base. So I'm wondering if that's the time like that's got to be the time portal that was opened up maybe when they did their experiments and that you know caused all this stuff like the time portal at the Montauk base it's called the time open. tunnel. Time tunnel. I'm sorry. Goodness. <laughs> you should be. So yeah, I I would assume that's the same time tunnel. Makes sense. Uh, next, contact was made with alien extraterrestrials through the time tunnel, and technology was exchanged with them, with enhanced, which enhanced this project, allowing broader access to hyperspace. Just kind of stuff we've already talked about. Yeah, and I think at this time, 50s through the 80s was a time, like, space race, things like that in the 60s oh, with right. everyone trying to get to the moon um and things like that why don't we tell them we were on mars already then right yeah i i I don't know um but there's a government conspiracy that the government made an agreement with extraterrestrials to to where the extraterrestrials could come down and abduct people in exchange for them giving us their technology and us being able to knowledge engineer it she's like yeah take whoever you want give us this knowledge that's a real government thing to do right so that kind of sounds along those same lines where um i mean we made contact with them and we got technology it says technology was exchanged with them but it doesn't say what we exchanged for it you know humans um yeah that could be it maybe it was taco bell maybe they love (laughs) quesarito that that grilled cheese burrito yeah (laughs) see that's how it ties into space news i knew it would come full circle there you go thank you um but that that makes me wonder if that's kind of where that that conspiracy theory started to come from. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just a thought. Thank you for your thoughts. I appreciate your thoughts. You're welcome. Next, mind control experiments were conducted on runaway and kidnapped boys were abducted and brought out of the base to the base where they underwent excruciating periods of both physical and mental torture in order to break their minds. Then their minds were reprogrammed. Many were supposedly killed during the process and buried on site. Others were released with programming as mind slaves with alternative personalities to be sleeper cells who could be activated to perform missions. So this goes back to what we kind of started with um, when they kidnapped orphans and homeless people to do these tests. And this kind of, I think, ties in with the MK... MK Ultra. MK Ultra. I keep wanting to say MK2, but that's a gun. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's the same kind of stuff, but they just basically tortured them until their minds were nothing right. and then taught them, I guess, programmed, quote unquote, programmed them to be slaves, basically. Yeah. It's sad that, like, they weren't just using. Like, mind control, but not in the sense always that we think of mind control as just, mm-hmm. like, using your mind to control somebody else's. Like, they would break people through physical torture. Until their mind was the literally point. just, like, scrambled eggs. Right, right. They would just break their mind, like, take them past the point of endurance, and then at that point, that person is theirs. Like, they have full and control over them. Many of which died during the process. Yep. Um... 
On or about the tw- oh, sorry, did you say something? No, no, no. Go okay. Ahead. On or about the twelfth of August in nineteen eighty three, the time travel project at Camp Hero interlocked with hyperspace. Uh, with the original Rainbow Project, and you looked into the Rainbow Project a little bit. Do you want to just give a brief? Uh, yeah, the Rainbow on what that is. The Rainbow Project, I believe, it was just scientists that were continuing the study of the Philadelphia Project, where they were trying to use electromagnetism to, uh, to basically make the Lockheed U two aircraft invisible on radar. Okay, so that was just a continuation of that experiment so a lot undetectable of those, yeah a lot okay. of those scientists were moving over into this montauk base okay. uh the uss eldridge was drawn into hyperspace and trapped there if you remember the uss eldridge was the name of the ship from the philadelphia project or not project experiment uh two men uh which we spoke about last time uh duncan cameron and al bielek how'd you say brothers yeah yeah Bielek, brothers. yeah and we're not, I'm not going to go into too much detail on this because we did in the last episode. They ended up traveling through hyperspace and ended up at Camp Hero uh, about 40 years into the future. And it was crazy. And they have claimed to have met John Van, John Von Neumann, a famous physicist and mathematician, even though he was known to have died in 57. So uh, he time-traveled too, apparently. Right. And they supposedly, he worked on the Philadelphia experiment. But the U.S. Navy denies this. Of course they do. (laughs) Uh, Next, flying saucers were observed in the Philadelphia experiment, which we talked about already, and got sucked. Uh, They said sucked. I would say slurped. Slurped. Slurped into... Uh, into the time warp and transported to one of the underground tunnels in Montauk and got stuck there. The aliens demanded a large quartz crystal to help get their ship's engine started and be able to leave. Uh, The time machine was used to obtain one from another planet. Do we not have quartz crystals on Earth? Yeah. Yeah, we don't, or yeah, we don't? Yeah, we do. Oh, well. Another weird thing, if you guys know the man, the myth, the legend, Nikolai Tesla, who invented the Tesla coil, obviously, and it was said to have also created a lot of things that Benjamin Franklin kind of stole. Am I, am I got that right? Took the credit Took for. Took the credit for, yeah. And our electricity and light bulbs and how electricity works in our world. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Go to history class. I'm, I'm not that... Uh, they claim, well, he died in oh, the 30s, the 40s, but people say that that was just a fake to death, and he came, he went on to be the chief director of operations at Montauk, where mass psychological experience experiments such as the use of enormous subliminal messages uh, and the creation of the Men in Black Corp were to confuse and frighten the public were invented there. So... People say, basically, he faked his death to go work here. Which, if I'm doing the math correctly, he would have been, like, a hundred at the time of Montauk. Yeah. So, a bit of a stretch, but it's not impossible. I bet it was a lot easier to fake your death back then than it is now. Probably. They did not have the internet and, you know, satellite imagery as we do today to take pictures anywhere on the Earth. and. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Plus, if they've got 12 floors underground, they can hide them anywhere they want. Right. Uh, the Men in Black. We should do some an episode on that maybe in the future. Here come the Men in Black. Is that a thing? The movie? Oh. Yeah. I kind of forgot that was a movie for a second. I have not seen those movies in so long. Yeah, it's been a long time. All I remember is the pug. And the part where he got eaten by the alien and then shot him from the inside, remember? Yeah. That part gave me nightmares. Yeah, I never really got into that movie. I haven't seen it since I was probably 12, but, but I yeah. just never got into the movies. And If you don't know what the Men in Black are in a different sense, it's like a secret organization meant to... I don't really know what they were meant to do, honestly. I think they were just mostly... A lot of people think that the Men in Black are aliens, but I think the Men in Black, like in the movies, the Men in Black have those things that can wipe your memory. Right. And a lot of Men in Black encounters today that people explain are these weird-looking men in suits. Yeah, they're always that, in black suits. Right. They talk very robotically. They talk kind of like if you were to hear, I don't know, like a really bad AI talk. Like kind of weird English, weird accent. Mm-hmm. Um and they kind of come around when anything with, like, aliens or stuff like that is going on. So a lot of people think clean that... Clean up the mess kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, kind of, like, clean up the mess, find out what people know, take care of any loose ends, you know. Um, we could be we could be completely off base. I have not researched the Men in Black a ton. That's just kind of what I've... Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in. Yeah, I think, I think it'd that. be interesting. Definitely. Um, but I think that's kind of what they do is just they go around and try and basically protect the public or keep that out of the public. Yeah. You know? Right. Not necessarily protect, but keep the existence of aliens and that knowledge out of the public eye. Makes sense. Um, this one's an interesting one. Professional wrestler Rob Van Dam. I don't know wrestling, so I don't know who that is. But he claims to have accidentally stumbled upon the area while driving to an arena. <laughs> During one hour's time, he went into the time tunnel and claimed to have met Tesla, who told him that it was all going that he was going to return to 2007 to end it all. So that's kind of creepy. But how do you accidentally end up at Montauk? It's like an island almost. Yeah, it's like right on the coast. Um, and it's like a base, so there's protection. There's well, I even mean, not, today, not well. I don't think it's guarded. I would imagine that back then they had it guarded, though. 2007? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, 2007. Sorry. I Yeah, I don't know at that point if they did. Um, but you'd imagine there's got to be fences with old barbed wire and stuff. Yeah. You know, something around there. It's like, that... is this the wrestling arena? <laughs> Let me just uh, climb this rusty fence here. There's today. a ton of, like, if you just... We'll post some pictures on Sochmead. Sochmead, huh? I said that last time, remember? That's what I'm calling it. Sochmead? Sochmead. Sochmead. We'll post some pictures on Sochmead. And, like, there are, like, on every single door or window, like, in the area, it's, like, boarded up and has spray-painted do not enter, not for public access kind of thing all over it. Like, this place just looks sketch. Like, hardcore. I could see this, like, meathead wrestler going up to... I'm not saying this guy's a meathead. I'm just saying some wrestler right. who's been getting his face beat in for 20 years. Walking up to this place and seeing all these signs like, 
this danger, is... do not enter. Like, man, they're really hyping this fight up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. I better go in. Um, but yeah, it's there's like those are just what was like. There's more. There's more. I have. Let me check my other notepad. I have a couple. I forgot that I took this one. Okay, so the Sage antenna that we mentioned before, uh, that apparently whenever it was on, it would like rotate every, what was it, 10 minutes or 10 seconds or 20 minutes or 20 seconds? One of the two. One of the four. Anyway, and every time it did, people in the vicinity would get sick, they'd get headaches, and uh, I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, Electrical things would go on the fritz. What is that word? Oh, they'd have weird dreams, which I thought was interesting. Uh, we talked about Tesla, um, and this guy Preston Nichols that we mentioned before. He claimed to be someone that was tested on in this in Montauk and had right. his memories repressed, and he remembered them. Whatever. Hmm. These are just a few things he claims in his books, and I really kind of want to read this book now. I do too. Because it sounds, and there's more than one. It's called the it's a series, right? Montauk Project series or whatever. But a few things that he claims in bullet form um, are AIDS was created there, the disease. Um, we talked about how there was over a dozen level. It was over a dozen levels deep. And if you guys know what a ziggurat is, is that how you pronounce it? Ziggurat, yeah. Ziggurat. It's like those Aztec temple looking things, right? Well, they were uh, in, like, ancient Iraq and Iran. Oh, really? I didn't Syria. know that. So, like, in the Bible, if you read about, like, Abraham mm-hmm. and his, like, ziggurats were the big pyramids at that time. Let me look up a picture of it. But, yeah, it's basically just a big ancient pyramid. Yeah, we'll post a picture of that, too. Yeah, ancient Mesopotamia. So, but, around the area of, like, Iraq, Middle Eastern, you know, Iraq. But they claimed, he claimed that there was a 50-foot titanium one. Titanium? That's crazy, but he's somewhere on the base or maybe underneath it. Uh, the time tunnel, which we talked about, which they claim to have gone back and met Jesus Christ in. Hmm. He, he said that they went back in time to meet Jesus Christ. That's, uh, wow. It's impressive. Uh, they met friendly aliens, Operation Paperclip, uh, which was, this isn't really like something crazy, but, um... That's after the war. The U.S. recruited scientists from the Nazi army to come and work on things with them here at Montauk. And uh, I guess they just got some really good scientists from the Nazi army. I don't know. So I just studied not that operation specifically, but in a class at school we talked about uh, the Nazi experimentation, human experimentation in World War II. Mm-hmm. And I never knew to what extent they were experimenting on humans. But that was Operation Paperclip was a big controversy because the U.S. brought over all these scientists that were supposedly involved. They in were all the ones like human with the experimentation. human torture and whatnot. Yeah, human torture. Um, the they were Yeah, doing that kind of stuff. They were practicing or they were trying to figure out how to... Um, basically sterilize people like sterilize people that they didn't want to breed because the whole nazi thing was like a superior aryan race right and so they were experimenting on how to basically raise that that race and Mm -hmm. sterilize people that would compromise that 
or kill them. And so all of that terrible experimentation they were doing. War crimes, yeah. And so that was the big controversy with Paperclip was that the U.S. was bringing over all these scientists that were involved in terrible experimentation. So, But, yeah, the government does what the government wants. This is true. Um, what I can't remember. You told me I didn't write it down, but you told me like two other diseases were created there. Oh, West Nile and I don't remember the other one, but West Nile virus. Oh no, I can't remember. Let me see if I can find that. Um, well, those were created at a at a center that was near there. There was this center on an island near really close to Montauk where it was a... Oh, Lyme disease. That's what it was. Lyme disease. Okay. So Lyme disease and West Nile virus were apparently created at this center really close to Camp Hero or the Montauk base where they would do animal testing and like breeding different types of animals and things like that. And Mm -hmm. it was a government center. And so one of the main influences for the Demogorgon and Stranger Things was this animal that washed up on shore. Oh, that that's a freaky looking <clears throat> yeah, thing. The, the Montauk monster. Yeah, we'll yeah. post a picture of that too. No one knew what it was. They found this body of this animal on shore that, I mean, to me, it doesn't look like anything I've ever seen. No, I have no idea. But apparently they took it to a bunch of different uh, animal you know, scientists and veterinarians and things like that that said it had the exact same skeletal structure as a raccoon. Yeah, I remember seeing that it had the same, like, skull as a raccoon. Right. I mean, to me, it doesn't look anything like a raccoon, but then again, it's, like, missing fur and things like that. And if you look at animals that don't have fur, like, they look totally different. It's real gross. So it could just be a raccoon, but it could be something really weird that that center was breeding. And it's... Kind of the influence for the Demogorgon, the Montauk monster. It looks really creepy to me. It doesn't really look like anything like the Demogorgon to me. No. So I'm not sure how that... uh... I think just the fact that there was something called the Montauk monster that was weird, you know. But the Demogorgon also comes from D&D, so... That's true. D&D is great. But, I mean, look at that thing. It looks a lot... Like, I guess it could be a raccoon, but... It just looks different. Like, it does not... The face looks kind of like it has pointed jaws. Kind mm-hmm. of like a beak, almost. Yeah, you know? it, like, yeah it looks like... Almost like a... Like, I kind of thought it was either a bird or a fish. Like, it's kind of got a weird fishy kind of look to it. Yeah, it's very... I mean, it's been in the water for a while, I, I would bet. So it's probably really kind of, like, you know, clammy and things like that. But... um Pretty creepy looking beast, though. There's some renderings people have done online of what they think it would look like. And it looks, yeah, it's just weird. So, Montauk Monster. Yeah, the uh, the park itself is actually open to the public now. Is it? Yeah, well, not the, again, not, not the base, not the but... base itself. Hmm. But you can go walk around there. Let's do it. Yeah, you gonna pay? How much does it cost? A plane ticket worth. Get on our Patreon. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon. Fine, get on our do fund, guys. We'll go to Camp Montauk. I looked at Patreon. It, like takes a big cut. I'm sure it does. Like if like the, someone donates like ten bucks, then you only get like six or seven. Yeah, oh, like, I'm sure lame. it does. Yeah. 
Yeah. Donate to our do fund so we can go to Camp Hero, guys. <laughs> we'll do a live podcast from inside the base. Yeah, we'll break in. I'm, yes. I'm afraid. Fight yes. me. I want to die. I'm a millennial. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> am I a millennial? I have no idea I what don't I know. Am. Dude, I feel like all the jokes about my generation and, like, the sense of humor, I feel like I'm at the very beginning of you're that the, generation right to the... where I think it's not funny. Like, I don't get it. Right. So. Hey, you like memes, though. I do like memes, but you know how there's so many memes that are just terribly stupid? Like, <laughs> have absolutely no sense, and people think they're funny. Like, millennials think they're funny. I don't well, get that sense of humor. Well, dude, it's not millennials anymore. The It's Gen, Gen, Gen Z, Z now. Yeah. Gen Z's the crazy one now. I saw this kid the other day. You know the sticker? You know the movie Straight Outta Compton? Yeah. How there's those stickers that say Straight Outta Compton? And they're straight out of something. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of different I things. I saw a kid wearing one that says Straight Outta Tilted Towers, and he was like nine years old. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> what Dang, a Fortnite taking over the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I bet it was Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Does Taylor still play Fortnite a lot? No clue. Hmm. I wouldn't know. I don't play anymore. Yet. Yeah, you jerk. Maybe that's what we'll do is we'll we'll have like a... We'll make a Discord server and uh, invite our listeners to play games with us. That'd be fun, yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be fun, yeah. Go ahead and add us on Discord. We'll... We'll put our uh, usernames in the show notes. Oh, jeez. I don't know if I want that. Or we let's just make a server um, for the podcast. We could. And then that way we could do live shows and have people come on the server and ask us questions. And That would be cool. Be fun. We play some games. Yeah. And uh, talk. And they, they could post their paranormal experiences there and talk with other people and we could do i mean it has a chat feature so we could have them chat in questions or yeah you know stories and stuff during the show that'd be fun to do a live show like that i think it'd be sweet yeah but yeah i don't know if we have the following for that yet guys our loyal followers let us know if you'd like that if you like that idea and you think you'd be able to contribute shoot us a message we can make it happen we can. We definitely can. And if you can't, then find a friend that can. And share this with them. Yeah. Share it with at least one person. We need to post a, a thing on Conservices page. Oh, we should. Dude, that's how the word gets out, apparently. It does, man. So you should talk to your sister about that. All, All my stuff that I sold, like, every time I sell anything, I list it there because oh, it yeah. sells in a day. Sold my PC. Oh, dude, I sold... Uh, tablet to garrick the other day you told me that yeah Yeah. shout out to our friend garrick i don't think he listens that jerk i'll text him and tell him to listen i think he listened to like the first two episodes or something like that. i'll tell him we gave him a shout out um i need to shout out someone uh max max i think at conservice i was told max listens i don't know who max is but max i love you is that uh someone's friend that we know no idea Max, how'd you hear about this? Uh, Haley. Oh, okay. Our conservist. Is it the guy that gave us the feedback, too? Uh, maybe. Okay. I think so. Max, let us know if we're doing a good job. Yeah. Do that, too. Send us your feedback, because we... We have gotten feedback from people, and saying like things like, uh, 
like from things in the show like that was good or i didn't like that kind of thing and things not like that like oh there was background noise i didn't like we're working on that we we want to tighten up the screws but so don't please know let us know what doesn't tighten. work or what does work we're still we're still new we're yeah. still very new and we're not giving up on you because i won't give up on you i thought it was us it is but we said we weren't giving up on them so if i say i don't give up on us you know what austin nobody likes you i'm clearly the favorite Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm curious who do people like more on this show (laughs) who's who's better to listen to we're gonna make a poll it's anonymous so don't worry why do you want to hurt me jack (laughs) (laughs) You, you yeah like you already know the answer well no i'm just saying even if people vote for me as the favorite but there's still some that vote for you I'd still be hurt. I wouldn't be. I understand. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty annoying, so. Oh, I feel like I'm terribly annoying, too. I feel like that's kind of the point of our podcast, though. Right. Let us know. If you like both of us the same. No, you can't. That's not okay. Maybe we'll get Taylor back on. Yeah, he can. he can take the beating from all the... The listeners and Jack and I can just be the favorites. Yeah. He was supposed to do this with us, but he backed out real quick. He's did, he's too skeptical. Did he just kind of say that he didn't want to do it anymore? No, or? he just didn't express any interest after that. Yeah. yeah, we had him on one episode. It's like the second one. It was yeah. Alaska. Was I know Alaska? it was Alaska. It was Alaska. That's right. I th- I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm like 60% sure it was Alaska. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was thinking about that today. I think it'd be fun to have more guests on the show. Just people, know. like friends and stuff that want to come Or just and... a fan. We're totally down to have you on the show if you'd us, like. Yeah. If you find the fart. <laughs> no, they get to name the segment if they find the fart. That's true. Maybe we'll have a first, second, third prize kind of thing. First person <laughs> to find it gets to name it. Second person gets to be on the show. Those seem backwards to me. <laughs> you First pick. person gets to be on the show and name it. Well, then what about second person? What do they they get? just get to be on the show. At the same time? No. What if they don't want to be on the show? Then, people are like, I don't want to be known with Well, then these why are they trying to find the fart? Because it's good motivation? sport. Is there anything else on Montauk? We oh, talk I totally about? forgot about that. No, no, that's everything. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure there's... There's a lot more. more. There's so much more. And we could have gone so much more in depth on every single topic we talked about. But there was just so much we didn't want to uh, make you wait too long. And I don't really feel like making this a three-parter episode. It's pretty pretty heavy stuff, but I think we got a good overview of everything. And, I mean, it seems like it was the inspiration for a lot of other projects and obviously TV shows, conspiracy theories spawned from there. A wrestler. So, yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. This was a fun episode. Was it? Yes. Good. Good. I'm glad you had fun. Mm-hmm. I'm glad one of us had fun. Did you not have fun? I've been staring at you the whole time. What do you think? That's very fun. 
Oh, you're right. I had fun. I could spend hours staring at myself. I do. Not get bored. I also do that. Ooh. All right. <laughs> uh, shoot us some ideas of what you guys want to hear. And let us know if you think the Discord live episode would be a good thing. Share with your friends. Yep. Like and subscribe. Come visit our social pages. And really just help us spread the word. That's the best thing for the podcast. Is it just... really is helpful. More than you think. Yep. Like uh, just hitting the share button or on our Facebook page. Which, did we get figured out? I've got mine up and running. The one is it linked. linked to our Instagram, though? Yes. It's yours linked yes. to it, not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. You fixed that. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get that done then. And share that Facebook page. I don't think you can share an Instagram page. I don't know how Instagram works, dude. I have no idea. But uh, if we have any tag girls, your friends. If we have any fans that are white girls that know how Instagram works, <laughs> let us know because we have no idea. We really don't. <laughs> Be our social media manager. <laughs> Sochmead, sorry. Sochmead. So would be Sochmead manager um, for little to no pay. Yep. I'll pay you in snacks and fun. I feel Quality like this is a times. reoccurring theme. Yes. Snacks and fun. And little to no pay. Yes. Well, that's because we get paid little to no pay at our jobs, so. That's true. <laughs> this is a side gig that makes... Five cents a month, approximately. That's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. What are we up to now? No idea. Not We're not supposed to talk funds with the okay. with the listeners. Sorry. Okay. What are we up to now? Uh, what one two million now? Uh, it's a B. B- oh, billion. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize we were doing so well. Yeah. Share with your friends. Um. That's it. Yeah. Thanks, uh, guys. We love you, and we will catch you in the next one. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.